Hey, Vicky. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to this episode of Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. And Adam's come up trumps again with another great interviewee. So let's get straight into the show. I've got Adam with me. How are you, my friend? Yeah, not too bad, Kevin. Thank you very much. Yeah, the grey murky here at the minute. I'm pining for a little bit of Floridian sun. So I'm looking forward to speaking about all things across the pond tonight. And you've managed to hook us another guest, haven't you? Have, yes. Yes, and someone who was a little bit more keen and an eager beaver than I was, which, you know, I thought I grabbed myself a bargain back in 2005, but we finally tracked down someone who was associated with DVC way back in the 90s. So move over, Adam. Let's bring on Luke. Hiya, sir. How you doing? Hello, both. I'm very well. How are we? Yeah, we're all right. We're, we're doing all right. The, the English summer's not not that bad. I mean, it's not great at the moment, but we're all looking forward to getting out to Florida at some stage, aren't we? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of them as well. Book the next trip in for March next year. So um, looking forward to that. Because you've always got to have one book ready to go. Locked and loaded. Absolutely. Yeah. When are you planning in March, Luke? Uh, the 10th is the day we fly out. Yeah, between the 10th. Um, I'm actually not staying, and then we'll touch on that, I guess. I'm not staying in DVC this time, though. <sighs> My folks are at the same time. They're staying in DVC, but it's a different different story. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm going out in, in March, and Disney is doing ridiculous deals at the moment. Incentives to go, you know, and stay on property. So, yeah, we. Um, I was going to wait until my little girl was about four. Because we took her when she was one last year, but now we're going when she's two and a half in March. So can't wait. Should be good. Should be great. Two and a half. You you got that agent. You're two and a half. So that's no ticket needed. No, that's it. That was the other thing. Yeah, that, I, that's the sort of thing that me and my wife. I don't even. We didn't even need to sort of justify it to each other. But that's the one thing we looked at each other and went, "Oh, we've got six months before she really need a park ticket. Let's go. You know, let's, let's save that there. So we have to pay for a flight this time. Yeah, we'd have to pay for park ticket. So why not? It's about 550 quid saving right there, isn't there? So. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, when we popped out in 2022, Penny was just under that free threshold. And yeah, you look at it now that they've gone over that three years old and it's it's a money save you can get in there beforehand, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And that's what you've got to look at it. And um, she absolutely loved it when we took her in October. So awesome. she's been an absolute... And she watches streams now, like Resort TV1 and things like that. She's always asking me to put stuff on YouTube. So she's well aware. And we'll have a great time again in, in March. So looking forward to it. Fantastic. Okay, look, just, just quickly then, what is your Disney background in general? My very first visit, I was two years old myself, actually, which would have been about 89. So you can guess my age based on that. And my folks took me, they'd been before together. My mum had been when she was younger as well, growing up in, I, I guess, in, in the 70s. And they, we stayed, I think we stayed in... We stayed in, we stayed on property, but we stayed on one of the, oh, I want to say Holiday Inn, but it's not Holiday Inn. This lost me where we stayed, but we stayed there anyway. So it was a sort, a short ride into the parks. And yeah, that was my first introduction. Obviously, I've got my, in fact, I have somewhere in this room. My daughter's got it because my mum brought it over. My very first Tigger that I had was the old Walt Disney World label. They don't do that anymore. It's just Disney parks now, isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, it's all mass produced stuff, but, um, I've always loved animation anyway, if I'm honest, and from as long as I can remember. I actually have a degree in animation, but I graduated during the session and, and 
and never never did it. But the one thing that's quite funny and stuck with stuck with me all my life is that the very first ride my parents took me on, and I don't know if either of you will remember this as you were going back then, there used to be a Snow White ride. Mm. Um, Snow White, yeah. In Magic Kingdom. Which scared the life out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I still can to this day cannot watch Snow White. Can't watch it. I can't look at the witch. I cannot watch it. It's, I don't know what it is. I just shiver and I can't watch it. To the extent my missus said she was putting on the other day. Oh, I'm, um, I'm putting on Snow White for, for Felicity, our daughter. I went, well, don't do that. <laughs> it's dark. Don't scare her, you know? So, yeah. But, but And that's basically where it started started for me, I guess, is, is probably that first trip. But I, I think it was always on around the house. I mean, I remember the old... Money the Pooh videotapes and big Money the Pooh fan. And in fact, my my little girl loves Money the Pooh now, so it's sort of passed on to her, which is nice. But yeah, started at a young age, and um, I guess, you know, Adam's at a similar age to me. We grew up in the Renaissance period where it was massive. So yeah. it was on TV, you know, it was on Saturday morning television. There was Disney Channel, there was, you know, you know, from, I guess from Little Mermaid onwards, 89, you know, all the Alan Menken and Howard Ashman stuff, and poof, it's just went massive, didn't it, Disney? So yeah. you couldn't really escape it. And then Pixar with Toy Story. So, yeah, it's always been part of my childhood, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you guys. Just a little bit. <laughs> Only about five years, though, Kev. <laughs> you, you'll get a long way with that sort of flattery, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to come on for part two. <laughs> yeah, no, I think all of us grew up with the animation. I can, yeah. I'm old enough to remember when... Walt Disney's actual shows were rerunning on the uh, on Sunday afternoons, so I can remember oh, wow. he had he, a live action uh, animal dial uh, show on a Sunday, and I used to rewatch that back in the seventies. So yeah, we all grew up with it, and it's sort of by osmosis, I suppose we all uh, we all got into Disney, didn't we? I mean, for the last hundred years, right? Massive part of people's lives. So That's yeah. I mean, everybody knows what you can be anywhere in the world and you'll see something Disney related, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting in the moment they've just done this new, with regards to the 100 years, this new merchandise line where they're hitting all the different decades and you're seeing all of like the, you know, the cartoons from the 30s, 40s and all of all the other bits and pieces when it gets to the films and again up to Pixar, etc. They know what they're doing when it comes to merchandise, don't they, over there? Oh, yes. Looking at it, we've been trying to hunt down the free little pigs for ages now and we can't find it anywhere in the UK. Maybe it'd be more accessible when we do get out to America if it's still on the line. But yeah, it just goes to show, it doesn't matter what decade you're from, what decade you're born in, there's there's always a little bit of Disney in your life. Oh, Absolutely. definitely. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, long may it continue. It's only going from strength to strength in the company, yeah. hopefully. You all laid in Disney with your parents as you were. Where were you first introduced to DVC? So it starts with my grandparents, actually. They were out there in 91. And this is, got this in my mum, mostly, because my nan, my, my grandfather's passed away, unfortunately, but my, my nan can't quite remember, because we're, we're talking 30-odd years ago. But my mum seems to sort of, remember as they were out there on holiday at the time and they were it must have been some sort of advertising behind it and they were asked if they wanted to have a tour now my grandparents had this caravan down in west wales because i'm if you can't tell by the accent i'm from south wales so i haven't got a massive accent but it's a little bit there and we used to, i remember being you know quite young one or two going down there in the summertime and they were asked if they'd like to go and see the Disney Vacation Club, which is now known as Old Key West. I remember it being Disney Vacation Club, and I remember the change. And they took my grandparents down there, and I think my grandparents signed that day. They just couldn't believe it. They were just completely impressed. I think they're in the first 20,000, 
which is when you consider how many members there are, they signed on the first year. So I, need to, I can't remember what number they are, but I'm pretty sure it's in the first 20,000. And they signed on then, obviously, for 50 years back then. And it wasn't really that. I think they were just impressed by what was on offer in terms of the quality, which obviously they knew from going to Disney. They'd been to Disney a few times. Sorry, my uncle's only about 15 years older than me, so um, they'd taken him when he was younger, say in the 80s and the 70s, so they were, you know, they, they had gone quite a few times. Yeah, they just signed there and then. And the incentive they did back then was if you bought in, I think it was only in the first year, but you got 10 years free and limited passes. Yes. I, I was looking at Adam. I knew Adam was, that yeah. was his next question. Yeah. yeah. Like, so as you can imagine, there was just no limits, like growing up. It was just great. And one year, 17 of us went, you know, it was just fantastic. <laughs> Um, and what they never ever do that now. They would never offer that. Oh, can you imagine? Them. Can you imagine yeah. they do that now? <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, yeah. I mean, what an investment that was. Probably the best thing they ever did. I asked my mum because my folks own as well. I'll, I'll touch that in a bit. But I asked my mum how that what how much they bought in at. And my mum said they bought in two hundred and twenty points. And she wasn't sure on the exact price, but it was less than fifty dollars a point. And it'd be interesting to know what the exchange rate was like at that mm. time as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I remember one year we went as well where the exchange was two for a pound. Yeah. I remember my, my grandfather just, just buying thousands and thousands of dollars because they went back. They used to go like two or three times a year. So he just go, got it. And then he always had, he had the cash. You know, he had, he was retired at the moment to do so. But, um, yeah, it was just, I want a time to go. I mean, I think I'm one of 12 grandchildren. At the time when they bought in, I was one of nine, I think it was. Uh, so it would alternate. Some years we'd all go, and some years it would be, you know, me and my folks or cousins and, and theirs. Yeah, I went when I was, I think more or less every other year. I think the first visit we went after they bought in 91, I think we went in 93. They took my cousins in 92, and then we went in 93. And I remember then for the big 25th, the big uh, cake castle, that's when I think I think about 12 or 13 of us went then. That was my nan's 60th birthday then, so that was a bit of an occasion. And then the one when it was 17 of us, that must have been about 98, 99. But yeah, we just great memories of Oakey West as well. So nostalgic for me. They were walking down past hospitality. past the li- And actually, weirdly enough, I'd never eaten Olivia's until the last time we went. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, my folks, look, I, I said to my folks, we were staying there. I said, I've never eaten Olivia's. And they both looked at me and went, really? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, so we've taken your brother and sister here, and I was like, "Oh, that's great!" Cheers. Like, so we, we went. <laughs> you missed actually. out on a meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we because because I got to the point actually where I got to about sixteen, and it was like, "We're going. Do you want to come?" I was like, oh, "I could get a free house here." So I didn't actually go at all in the age of sixteen. So I went actually, I think at nineteen, but I didn't go then until the age of twenty-five, twenty-six. This is when I, my wife's first visit, she came with us, and we actually, we, I proposed to her on the benches outside. Uh, it wasn't actually planned that way, but on the benches outside uh, the Beach and Yacht Club. Oh, I just nice. got, to the, got to the end of the holiday and thought, I better do this now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but and, and then we didn't go, for, I said to my wife that trip, I'm never leaving that long again. I've had the best trip. Why have I left it like eight years to go? And then it was seven years then before we went again, which was last October. Yeah, I mean, it was great with my, my, my grandparents. They, they owned Old Key West. They only ever owned Old Key West. They, they added on points throughout the years, but they only ever, they did stay in a few of the resorts. But it was when my folks really, when they bought in, which was, they bought in 2001. So they bought on Boulder Ridge and they, they got it for about $72 a point, nice. which is still a great rate. Mm-hmm. And, I think in the beginning they bought about 150, but they've since added on. They've got a contract now in, in Animal Kingdom Lodge. They've got some in Northeast West. In fact, because my nan is now 86, 87, 
my nan didn't go. So my mum was more or less sort of using <laughs> using her account and points as well. But they did sell. They, they sold half of her, her points, I think. They sold some, they've kept some, and they use it that way. But my folks go once, twice a year. Depends, really. They're off to Alani now in September after doing Alaskan cruise. So quite jealous about that, actually. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bucket list stuff. So let's yeah. back up. So you, you, your grand sold half her points... So yes, have you know, got any idea sure what she got for those points? Because I'm thinking no. she might have got her money back. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. guarantee you she probably did, Kevin, if I'm honest. <laughs> That's not the question. I didn't I didn't even think to ask that question. They sold them grandfather died about ten years ago and it was after that. And my nan went a couple of times with my mum and my auntie. But it was it was after that. So I'd say probably in the last seven or eight years they've been sold and they would definitely have made the return on that, I would have said, you know. I even speak to my to my folks and you think of what they bought them for now. It's half the price of what it cost to buy in well, anywhere now. And that was Boulder Ridge, you know. Bada Pold Key West. And they range from, at the cheapest end, $95. But that's like for 230 points. Up to 117 for 225 So you're talking probably close to $100. And I think the market's down a little bit at the moment. Mm. And what did they pay, yeah. 50 uh, Under 50 yeah, so I think I'm not. My mum couldn't remember what it was. We said it was under fifty dollars. That's incredible, isn't it? And then, <laughs> I just think that's absolutely incredible. What a fantastic yeah. investment! Oh, absolutely. And they used it. I tell you now, for themselves, they go over. You know, they take us over. Um, I've just got great memories growing up. I'm honest. A fantastic holiday. I, I, I know I'm very fortunate. You know, both my my grandparents and my parents bought in about ten years later. As I said, but uh, yeah, I mean, brilliant brilliant time and yeah some of the home videos are hilarious as well if you look back <laughs> at them and uh and all qwest hasn't changed that much actually you know it's more or less the same although i do i don't know if either of you saw this or remember this but i do prefer i don't like what they do with the pool at all qwest in the main pool they added that sandcastle slide it used to be a hidden mickey that pool with a bridge going over the middle it's yeah. like that hang off <laughs> probably why they got rid of it hang off the bridge and <laughs> yeah but apart from that really the LQS west hasn't changed all that much and not even the rooms have changed that much. They have things like Kenneth kept that sort of true to the original look. There's a great backstory to Oki West, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, well, I was going we, to say, um, we did a great, you did a great episode on that. It's a good, same weed, it's very much the real weed. Adam done all the work and I just sat here and recorded it. No, it's good. It was, it was, it's great just in the research and seeing from, you know, the likes of when your family signed on the dotted line. It was, it was a whole backstory. It was a whole community. Which, mm. which your family was part of when, when it was de- developing. I would love to have been part of it back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, I know that there were staff from Old Key West that came and stayed with my, my grandparents in Wales. The, I think their rep that sold them, the DVCs, came and stayed with them in Wales, you know. Amazing. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, it's, but it was that small back then, I guess it could be. You know, I say they're in the first 20,000, but you think now, I mean, that, that figure is, I mean, do you know how many members there are? Not a clue. It's no. got to be it's two hundred thousand, and I would have yeah. thought it's massive bloke. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and it and of course it just depends how many points are in that are in there as well, and they're not all the same number. So it's yeah, it's a very difficult question to ask. That would be the answer. Mm. That would be extremely difficult. How about the family portraits outside of Libya's in the lobby area? There is there any family members up on the wall? Never did it. They oh, never okay. ever did it. Yeah. I just don't think they, they're they not really, they're quite sort of, I guess, private and subtle. I don't know. They, they used to mix with everyone and, and things like that, but they never, yeah, they just, they weren't bothered by having the family portrait. Because I always wondered that, actually. Yeah. There's so many up there. But yeah, they hey, never did. 
they're embedded into the foundation by signing on the dotted line as the first 20,000. They don't need a picture on the wall. <laughs> they well, know they're part yeah. of that result. I mean, I, I, they, they, were, they went back, you know, like I said, a couple of times a year and always off your west. Whereas now, you, you know, you and I might go, right, we'll go boulders this time or we might go boardwalk the next time or we do split stays. You know, they didn't even really do split stays. I think they started to do Saratoga when Saratoga came in because I think my mum said to them, look, Saratoga is just like Oki West. It's lovely. But they mostly just stayed Oki West. And I guess... You got that 11 month out, right? So they, they, they knew where they were. Although I think that, yeah, saying that they were doing multiple times per year. So I don't think it really, that 11 month window really matters, especially not back then. I don't think it was as popular. But Old Key West has always been the best kept secret, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think Old Key West, you'll find that an awful lot of the original members stay there. It seems to be the way, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess it was the only one. I mean, I remember going at one visit. And it was called Dizzy's Vacation Club. And then we went back and it was called Old Key West. And it was like, oh, why are they changing it? And I'm trying to explain to a child. I, I, I was very young, but I think at the time that they hadn't even built anything else. You know, I think it was Boardwalk after Old Key West. I don't think we'd even built it at that point. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's a bit muddy what, what came next. I think it's Boardwalk and they did some of the add-ons next, didn't they? The smaller yeah, resorts, yeah. Vero then, was the was the second when they moved uh, yes. out, outside of the property, but yeah, then it was it was boardwalk and, and Boulder didn't come too far down the line after that. Yeah, Vero is another one. You used to go Vero quite often, actually. Oh wow! Yeah. So when that opened, they, they would go down there, and yeah. um, I've not been down there since I was about oh, about fifteen, sixteen, so about twenty years. I don't know when the last time my folks went down there, but they have been down there. They've been to, in fact, the Alani is the only other one they haven't done, I think, that and California one. So I think they're on the list for them now. But yeah, they, I remember my grandparents definitely would, would go down all, would go all West and then go down to Vero for like a week or something like that. In those early days, it'd have been almost like celebrities being Brits over there, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. I can remember yeah. going to my honeymoon in 94 and you were a scarcity of British mm-hmm. accent. So, uh, yeah, I think that I, I can't get my head around the fact that they signed on the dotted line back in '91. We've actually found that's incredible. Yeah, but and like I said, the best thing they ever did, and even the best thing my folks ever ever did ten years later. You know, had some great times of it. And I mean, you guys have talked about on your on your your show a few times about about the return on investment. You just kind of I mean, look at how many the way it keeps its value for starters. Mm-hmm. You know what you buy at is it, it keeps its values. So as the years go by, it's, it's getting better and better. But what you get, in, I guess, in return emotionally, and what you see, you know, the times that you have, you just you can't put a price on that anyway. I guess. Yeah, I think this year is going to be a bit different with with the economy the way it is. There's there's an opportunity if you've got a few quid to add on a few extra points, resale quite cheaply, cheaply being mm-hmm. in very big inverted commas. Once you're still talking of hundred dollars a point, and most resorts and above but you know there's still an opportunity to get in there cheaper than it was two years ago yeah definitely and compared to what it is to buy direct it's it's a lot lot cheaper isn't it but, uh, we're I mean, starting that conversation isn't it with direct they're starting to make some new incentives and you've got this magical beginnings incentive now mm-hmm. and vastness of the of the resale market now and the, and the prices from what's going on this year is only gonna have that effect on direct they're gonna have to give some sort of offer or incentive for people to to buy into it directly as opposed to going for resale and restricting a couple of resorts isn't going to be enough i don't think people will look at some of these resales and realize they can still hit 70 80 percent of these dvc properties if you're going to miss out on one or two then then fair enough there's there's still a big appeal from going resale at the minute yeah definitely and i mean look like you're touching on what they're doing now with the, the incentives they've got to get viridian sold before polynesian opens the tower they just otherwise people are going to go to polynesian tower over the grand flow they just are because of what's there and this the whole theming of it all um so i can 
I can imagine the closer it gets, the better the incentives will get. That's what I'm holding out for anyway, but I mean, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm not in the position yet at the moment. I'm about halfway there, but the plan is for me probably to, to buy a direct contract and then buy resale to top up. That's what I probably might do. So you could go in with 150 direct yeah. and then top up with another 100 or, or whatever resale yeah that, you, that's... you could always buy what we what is referred to as sleep around points which is you know a contract at saratoga springs or you know animal kingdom or, or old key west which are a little bit cheaper and like you say i mean you're not going to break your heart if it does mean one visit you've got to stay at one of those resorts you know i mean it's a bit hard days if you've got to stay at old key west it's not that bad is it hey if that's actually... if that's <laughs> i mean I, I obviously Old QS has a nostalgic sort of thing with me, but um, I actually got to be honest. I think Saratoga is like my favourite. I've got to yes. be honest. Because, That's the I'm reason why you're on we, here, Team yeah. Saratoga. Yeah, yeah, you, we stayed, you're biased, you? we, we did a split in in October, right? And we did Saratoga first, then Old West second. Now Old West is needing a refurb, if we're honest. Those sofa beds are just horrendous. Saratoga just had it just had the sort of refurb. And it, it was great, and uh, I hadn't seen Saratoga in a long time. Um, I like to go to the gym, so it's got the best gym on property, so I was just like, boom, there we go, I'm there. But also just how close it is to Disney Springs, and even just hopping on the boat and going over to Port Orleans and Riverside and grabbing some beignets or whatever, you know, it's just the location of Saratoga, I think, is quite good. And people will often dismiss it because it's not on the monorail loop, it's not close to Magic Kingdom, but you jump on the buses, it's not that long. You're talking. It's very. Cent- it's a very central location. If you look at it on Google Maps, hmm? if you look at, yeah, absolutely, it's, it's central. So it's not very far to anywhere, but unfortunately, it's all buses. That's the only thing. We're campaigning yeah. for the skyline to go in there, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. If the Definitely. skyline went space. in there, yeah, the skyline is great. I, I rode it for the first time in um, in October. Interestingly enough, someone makes a good point on the skyliner though. Riviera, there's a lot of the sky. Obviously, the skyline is continuous. Yeah, there's not as many boats from Riviera, but if there's a thunderstorm, Skyliner has to go down, has to stop, and I think it's down for about forty minutes or so. There's only one bus an hour, Riviera. Then you're stuck. Yeah. Um, so, what are you getting on? What are you, you know, how are you getting back? And is everyone trying to get back at the same time? So, um, you just see that Skyline to continuously run, and you're fine. Disney have got an answer to that question, and that oh, is they? a minivan. Kaching. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. if if it, what you're saying, the scenario you're saying, so the Skyliner goes down, you're stuck at Ebb, you can't get back to Riviera, you go and try and get yeah. an Uber. You know, that's going to be the same price as a minivan. Because yeah, there will really. surge price as soon as 10,000 people are on that app trying to get an Uber to get back to Riviera and um, uh, Caribbean Beach. Mm, yeah. You know, it's, it's going to surge and the prices are going to go up. Yeah, you make a very good point about that the lack of buses obviously they'd scramble some more buses disney is struggling the same as everybody else with people uh certainly Mm. in the industry i work in we can't get staff and it's pretty much the same for disney actually we've just lost a member of staff from our our place to disney so there you go oh wow yeah yeah yes yeah he's just gone back over for another um college well he's he's an exchange student any from the uk I'm not sure whether it'd be in um, Matt, whether Matt would be in Epcot this time, but he was, strangely enough, he's one of the first ones to go over after COVID, and he went into Art of Animation Food Court, which is a bit, okay. which is a bit no. bizarre for a Brit, isn't it? Yeah. When, when he had Americans all, all, um, all doing the UK pavilion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, someone I know from school actually went and did, he worked in the uh, in the pub uh, in Epcot for a year, and I actually 
I mean, that chance would have it. We were out there and went to see him when he was working there. But yeah, he did a year there, and uh, it seems to be, oh, you're British. Yeah, we'll we'll put you in um, in the UK and up top. <laughs> well, that's what you would think, wouldn't it? I I said to him before he left, so you're you're odds on to be in the gift shop in because obviously we worked in retail over here. I said you're odds on to be in the gift shop in Epcot. And when I found out he was in Art of Animation, <laughs> I'm in the food court and have Art of Animation at that. So it seems strange. But there you go. Anyway, he's gone back over there. He's got another tour, so. He's happy. Is that going to be a podcast episode for the future, Cap? I'd like to get him on, yeah, but he's he's a bit restricted. I have to sign a, a sort of disclaimer. So what, oh, what, no. Because he's trying to... He wants to get in with Disney, obviously, full-time. Mm. Um, so he's not going to he's not going to do anything that's, uh, that could jeopardise that. So yeah, maybe, maybe we might be able to order his name or something like that. Not that I'd say not yes. that he's ever said anything negative about the company to me. So <laughs> you can edit his his name and his voice so he doesn't sound anything like him. Yeah, know, we could put a, we could put a filter on. I'm sure we could put a Mickey Mouse filter on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I can do a Mickey Mouse voice if you need me to just come back and dub over it. So uh, awesome, my party trick that one actually. <laughs> yeah, that is something I've never been able to do is mimic any of those. The actual intro for this show is done by Jeff Polker, a friend of mine in Florida. And he, he done that. And he's done some voicemails for me for birthday wishes, funnily enough, as Mickey Mouse and Goofy and stuff like that. So, yeah, nice. that's a handy talent to have. I'll, I'll keep you in mind, Luke, when I need yeah. need another oh, I voicemail. Can, yeah, I, I, no, I don't know if I'll be too loud doing it now, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? But, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's oh, pretty no, good. Yeah, wow. yeah we, we've done that a couple of times. I've, I've got a, a be boss took her daughter out to paris and we did the announce we got jeff to do the announcement to her so yeah yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's nice yeah. yeah so i can't do donald duck though no that that's seems to be one that people struggle with <laughs> mm. very particular his his accent yeah yeah takes a bit of work <laughs> so obviously you've d- done more than just walt disney world then you've been to Vero beach as well which i always call verona but that's yeah i think that's my grandmother's name verona all oh, right um <laughs> yeah yeah, they should have called it Verona Beach since they bought in so early. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've been to Vero. My folks have done Hilton Head. They've been Alani in October. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the only one outside of property that I've done is Vero. Have you got a favourite after all these years? I really like Boardwalk. Like oh, I yeah. said, Saratoga is probably becoming fast my favourite because of what I mentioned. But there's something about Boardwalk, the nightlife. You know, walking across the, the boardwalk with the with the lights on, and of course you're connected to everything else around it. You walk on the back of Epcot. Uh, you've got the Yacht and Beach. You've got the Swan and Dolphin just over the way. You can get the boat to all walk if you like. I was about to say MGM Studios. I, I still do that. Um, <laughs> Forever Hollywood MGM Studios. Studios. Forever. It will always yeah, it be is, MGM yeah. Studios to us. <laughs> I always call it MGM. Terrible. But yeah, you know, it's it's a great location. It's a great resort. Yeah, I've always... I, it's just something about Boardwalk, isn't it? The atmosphere mm. there. Uh, Old QS will always be that nostalgic sort of um, thing for me. But yeah, I do like Boardwalk. Yeah. Uh, but then Wilderness Lodge. You walk into Wilderness Lodge. I mean, oh. that's my parent oh. first home. I mean... I mean that that lobby takes your breath away, really, doesn't it? Yeah, that wilderness lodge. I, I really, I don't, I don't like talking about it because I had a, a one bedroom book there for this time, and I've changed it to Bay Lake Tower because my wife wants to be close to Magic Kingdom for the last three days. We always do a. What's your sort of strategy? We tend to do a. There's just me and the wife going now. Although last time we took the boys, who were twenty one and twenty five, so they're not little, you know. 
but we we usually do a studio for the majority of the stay and then the last three nights we usually flip to a one bedroom and then we get the washing all done the packing all done in the one bedroom and fly home with clean clean washing i mean that's the most expensive washing ever done i think isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean we've gone uh last trip we did one bedroom the whole time so we did one bedroom in saratoga and one bedroom in old key west me and my wife took the living room with, with our, our little one and gave my folks the, the bedroom time before that when my sister my brother came we had a two bed i think the first no we must have had a two bed for the whole time because there's so many of us and that was in boardwalk old key west amid and night and animal king uh, sorry in wilderness lodge but yeah i mean my folks i think they go in the studio in alani you know it depends really how many people you've got if you don't need the space then you don't really need to to, to get the bigger room but i mean one bedroom's more than enough for you know you can have the living room and they had the bedroom and just worked out well i think they're in one bedroom this time with my sister and her boyfriend going over them in march yeah they're going over and staying in march well what actually what happened was when we were going in october my my brother uh wasn't interested in coming my sister was but she couldn't get the time off work or i can't remember what it was so they just said look we owe you both a visit yeah, to come out and um, so they were going out in March anyway. And my sister somehow hopped her way onto the <laughs> onto their holiday. Uh, so they've upgraded that. To, yeah, they've upgraded that to a one bedroom for I don't know how many trips they've got next year, um, but they've got one bedroom for two weeks in March. And then my sister said, "Oh yeah, but wouldn't it be great if if Luke and and Rachel and Felicity came because uh, you know Felicity's going to be young and and I said, look, I already got back the trip in October. I'm not going to be doing this again. And plus." accommodation's all done it's all booked in i'm not going to get you know if, i don't even know if my folks have got the points if they have to drag them forward or whatever but i'm not going to do that so i should i wonder how much the prices are actually let's just have a quick look and that's <laughs> so i started looking and uh we went on and i said you know what i'm just going to go cheap as possible we'll look at um, all stars because at the end of the day if i'm going at the same time as my folks we're going to be going back to theirs quite a lot because what we do is i've, I've i never ever I don't remember ever doing it anyway. I've never done a full day at the parks. Mm-hmm. Go in, about one, two o'clock, you go back to the resort, have some food, you go to the pool, go back in, six, seven o'clock at night, do the evening. So what we'll probably do on that visit is go back to their resort, <laughs> yeah. use their facilities or whatever, and then go back to our resort in the evening after we've been to the park. I just said, you know, all stars would be fine for what we need. It's a great resort anyway. So we, yeah, we booked all stars. Long story short, nice incentives to go and stay there with it in terms of the, the, you know, the credit, dining credit. Um, haven't done the dining plan. We've never done that as a family. I think when you've got probably much the same for you, for you two, but when you've got the facilities that you've got in the in the DVC rooms, you, you tend to just you know go back and and do a shop and, and make food. So yeah, we've we're doing that, and um, so they're going to be I think in the one bedroom for two weeks. And we're going to be get crashing every afternoon, and maybe leaving my daughter for a few uh, for a few nights out. But um, yeah, but that's the way it's going to go. But that's that's what usually tends to happen. And my mum just do multiple washes throughout the holiday. To be honest with you, she she likes to keep on top of it and sort of washing stuff and putting it back. So I'm like, I've worn this. I don't want to wear it again. <laughs> back in the case to put home and put back in the cupboard. But yeah, that's what uh, usually tends to happen. I remember when we went with my grandparents when we were younger, it would be a similar thing. We did a two-bed one year. In fact, there was a horrendous thing that happened one year. I was the only... I can't remember how old I was at the time. I, was in my, I might have been 12 or 13. We went out, and I think it was... Do you know, actually, I think it was the year there was 17 of us. And on the first day, 
instance, my mum's cousin didn't feel very well, got some sort of bug, and that went through every single member of the family for the oh, whole two nice. weeks. But didn't I was the only person out of all the kids and everyone who didn't get it, right? The only person. And I remember we had this, the two bedroom lock offs. I, I'll never forget both my folks had it at the same time the day we were due to fly. And we were literally, usually you're checked out by the pool, you're waiting to go. We were literally, they were just, I remember them just being like, oh, could, these couldn't, couldn't function. They're just like back and forth with the toilet. Oh, <laughs> and like, that's just um, the worst. I think my grandfather went out and bought loads of every medication he could do. And then it's literally, they rode it to the very last of like, you've got to get out now and check out. But yeah, I was the only person who didn't get it. But that, that year was a, a two bedroom with a lot, the lock off ones, you know, that's what I remember. Never done a grand villa though. Well, it's funny you should say that because. That's the only thing I've been in in Old Key West is a Grand Villa. Oh, really? Yeah, I belong to this community called uh, Geeking on Walt Disney World, and we have a yeah. G3 each year. And uh, we went there, I think, it, yeah, last year for the G3, earlier early in the year for my 55th birthday. And I went to surprise my 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 friend Kurt, and Wendy had rented a free a Grand Villa for the I don't know half a dozen of them or so, whatever, for a couple of, just for a couple of nights on her points. Wow, man! I I could easily live in that. It's stunning. <laughs> they look impressive. The kitchen yeah. was bigger than my first house. Just the kitchen yeah. alone. Actually, well, I think the island in the kitchen was was as big as as big as the <laughs> living room in my first house. It's just huge. It's well, really the huge. thing is, that's the thing about Old Key West as well. Is that they don't build them that big anymore, do they? No, definitely not. They Disney cottoned on after that, and we can put more rooms in here. So that's another reason why you always stay, go back and stay at Old Key West is because it tends to be the second half of the holiday you do it, you've got more space. Mm. So whereas you were saying you what you do, Kevin, you you go to the studio and then you go into your one bedrooms to we're doing the one bedroom saying like we did last time in Broadwalk or sorry or Saratoga, but then you go to Old Key West to get that space. Yeah. They are massive. they are big compared to what you get. In the other resorts, and of course, they're all beds, um, aren't they? they? They don't have the sofa bed. Oki West have the sofa bed in yeah. the um, one bedroom. Oh, do they? Mm. Yeah, and the, the really bad ones. But I've heard they're having refurbs, so whether or not they're going to change them, because those ones they have now in Saratoga and some of the others where oh, yeah, they pull downs, they're just they're brilliant. night and day, night and day to the ones in Animal Kingdom. So that's the only, the only uh, one I've used which has been a sofa bed was Animal Kingdom Lodge. We did three nights there in a savannah view studio mm. and uh the boys were sleeping on that sofa bed and it wouldn't i mean i laid on it for an hour once and I, it nearly crippled me yeah they're, they're not great we i think we struggled a little bit with them in um, october and the one in old key west um but you know i've, I've heard they're re, re, refurbing them so whether or not they get what they're doing in in the newer resorts i don't i don't know but i mean i want one of those in my house what they've got yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're brilliant you know pull you them down both you and me both yeah Great space yeah, they've, yeah. they've also got them in All Stars now as well. Yeah. So they've got yeah. a table underneath where they've refurbed and you pull them down. So, you know, they're just a great bit of innovation, that. Yeah. Looking at the refer- refurbishment tracker that's um, available on dvcnews.com, they look like they're scheduled or at least estimated Old Key West in 2024. So, yeah, you can you yeah. can bet the Murphy beds might be part of that for those rooms. Don't they do every seven years? They do a, a they, refurb. They do is a, right? isn't it? Seven for what they call soft furnishing, and then yeah. fourteen for a full refurb. So they rip out and literally gut the rooms. Then don't they? Yeah, yeah, okay. And they were doing a lot of external refurb and we were there on certain blocks, like repainting things as well. So they obviously get themselves ready for that twenty twenty four refurb. 
internally. Yeah, I mean, they refurbed the lobby not too long ago, didn't they? They made that yes. look a little bit more sleek. Yeah, Lost a bit of character, nice, unfortunately, but it does look quite modern. Yeah, I know what you mean, actually. Yeah, it does. But it, yeah, it's brought it up, I guess, with the 21st century a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, again, that's I've always got so many memories of that from, from being a kid, being in there, checking in or checking out. But yeah, it's, it's still got this that original feel. But yeah, I, I do I do get what you mean. Some of the character has been lost to, yeah. for the modernity of it. But Yeah, I think we they lost a little bit of that with Saratoga Springs as well. It's not so much horsey stuff in those rooms yeah. as they used to be, is there? And the colours change. It's almost like a, a hotel room anywhere. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose so, actually. Yeah, I do like what they've done with Saratoga, though. Like, the, the rooms oh, are stunning. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. The only thing... That, <laughs> Me and Adam have have discussed before the one bedrooms. It's like a doorway to everywhere, isn't it? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely, yeah. Into the into the bathroom, yeah. You could easily walk in on somebody six or seven times through, the, through six or seven different doors. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit, it is a bit ridiculous. The, and if you're trying to be quiet at night, not to wake on up, you've got to open two doors to go to the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the one bedrooms have a have two separate bathrooms, which sounds fantastic but they only have one toilet, which to me seems mad. Hmm. The bathroom on the uh, main, on the king-size bedroom, has a bath, a double sink, but it doesn't have its own toilet. But there is a yeah. cupboard there, isn't there, which which, which is where you, they store the safe and a few other bits, don't they? I think, yeah. they, I think they just forgot to put the toilet in there. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> it's almost like they well, literally, it's big enough. I just don't understand why they didn't put the toilet in the middle. If the two of they're going to do that because you've got to yeah. go through the shower room to get to the toilet mm-hmm. so it's like well someone's having a shower as well you, you just literally you, you've got to wait to go across your leg. <laughs> i've used i've <laughs> gone to well me and adam managed to be at saratoga at the same time for about what four or five nights yeah either side really. either side of the paddock pool and we never yeah. managed to meet up did we <laughs> Shows how many people were in that resort, especially around the paddock yeah. as well, because we could have stood on balconies and waved at each other, and we we didn't didn't get a chance. We, we literally chance. in blocks either side of the, of the pool, weren't we? Yeah, you I find that spot you down there for a coffee in the uh, in the bar there, but we never got we never got it, did we? Yeah, we, well, you were busy, weren't you? Lit, you your Litland was more up for it, I think, than we than you anticipated. So every time oh, yeah. I messaged you, yeah. instead of you being back at the resort because Litland was tired, you was out going hard in the. Um, parks with us so yeah it was great <laughs> yeah I don't know if you felt this in October Luke but going with a toddler I thought there was going to be a lot of resort time I was I was pleasantly surprised she was she was all for it she was all she had a nap in the in the afternoon where we just went for a walk to wherever we were but um but no she had extra a bit of Disney energy about her and then she crashed of an evening which was also appreciated yeah I, I found that it wasn't so many late nights in Mm. Um, but my wife isn't really a, a night owl, to be honest, because so it suited her better. But yeah, definitely. I think you take the, the buggy in, the pushchair, sleep in, you know, whenever in, in, in the day if they need to crash. But yeah, definitely there's sort of that sort of excitement, that energy. Um, the problem with my daughter is he just, well, she'd been walking a couple of months at that point, but she wouldn't, we couldn't drag her away from characters. Right. And we couldn't drag her away. It was got to the point where there's other people here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, let's go. So it'd be interesting to see what it's like when we go in March. But yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of, a lot of park time rather than resort time. I think my folks aren't, they don't usually go in the parks. They had that was the first time in a while. They won't be going back to the parks in March. I think <laughs> my dad had just retired. I think he was just the, exhausted. I mean, he had some great fun though because he, you know, he rode gardens of galaxy and things like that. I'm winding up now and saying, Oh, I get to ride Tron in March. Yeah. 
oh, maybe I'll get a day pass. I was like, do you know how expensive they are, Dad? You might as well get a two-week ticket. And he's going, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. <laughs> well, see, he said to me, can I get a doll whip outside the park? So I went, that's a silly question. You know you can. He went, oh, yeah. Polynesian, that's fine. Because he was like, <laughs> I thought that might have been a deal breaker. I should have told him no. But yeah, it's... Uh, so they go and they're, they're, not, they're not annual pass holders then? No, no. They hadn't been in the parks probably in about 10 years when we went in um, wow. October. Oh, wow. They just go and stay in the resort. Hey, there's so much to do in these resorts and there's so much variety. Oh, Why yeah, not? You I can make it. a holiday yourself, isn't it? Yeah, they spend a lot of time by the pool every mm. day. And you find a lot of the old school DVCs are the same now. It's like dad to say, we were out there in October and he goes, oh, what's this chap now? He's going to get out his checkers. Well, how do you know? He goes, because he's been coming here for years and getting out his checkers. So he said, I've never spoken to him, but we see him all the time at Turtle Pond. He obviously requests to go to Turtle Pond like my folks do. And he's got his set, you know, and there's, there's these characters that do it all the time. And they do a lot of dis- walking down Disney Springs and, you know, they just, uh, like you said, there's so much to do. It's, it's beyond the parks. Yeah. But I think they did enjoy you know being back in the parks like, like, you know, especially like world showcase and things like that and it was nice to see obviously my little one enjoying herself but yeah they, i don't think they've done it in probably oh no they i think they did the parks when we went in 2015 so that, i think that was the last time they'd done the park but they, yeah they go and just just chill out and just enjoy having peace and quiet i think <laughs> well of course they, they don't have to go in the school holiday so the flights are not that massive yeah. a, a problem yeah, are they it. and again with your no. your little one you can get in now when you're not you're not in that school issue. You know, we had that for years. And, you know, I'm, I can get over there now for cheaper than I went in 2012 because my kids were yeah. in school. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I probably, when it comes to that way, at the cost of how much they're going to find me to <laughs> out of school for like yeah. the last week or something, you know? I don't know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we, when we get to it. But, uh, well, we did. Yeah, you say that we've got... Um, Penny starting in reception in September. We're actually looking at going in March as well. We've um we reserved. We're just weighing up if we can get a deal for flights, etc. And if it all works out, we've also got a, a number two on the way as well. So it's all dependent oh, wow. on that. Thank you. Um, so we'll see what happens. It's, it's pending at the minute, but we might be out there at the same time. Oh, but you know. yeah, like like you say, you know, you gotta you gotta take the the value of having it in a child in reception, a child before getting into school before that fine period comes in, especially before you start having to pay for holidays because those prices do rack, rack up. Like you say, you just got to weigh it. You got to weigh it for the for the fines. Like, I understand the need to get children back into education, but also part of education in my mind is going out and experiencing life and and the amount of the amount of interaction and development that I saw Penny have in the two weeks that we were out there in March. You just know they're getting more than just a, a holiday oh, yeah. out of it as a child. So yeah, I will be we'll be looking at it in March, and if needs be, we'll be making our excuses and heading over there. Yeah, I think there is is there a half term in March or is it? Feb? I think it's late March. Yeah, we're looking we're looking early. We're looking at the seventh as well. So we'll be we'll okay. be there just before you if we do make it out there. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we will stand opposite one of the pools like like Kevin and I did, and, and <laughs> yeah, actually miss each other. other. <laughs> make, make every effort to try and see each other, and then probably see someone we know that we never knew was out there. That's, That's it. a few times. I hope you enjoyed part one of Luke's interview. Myself and Adam really had a great conversation with Luke, and I hope you'll tune in for part two on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you could leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice, that would be much appreciated. Like and subscribe and share it with your friends. And why not, while you're there, subscribe to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. 
go and give us a listen on our sister podcast. All contact details are in the show notes, so we will speak to you on the next show. The audio for this show has been recorded, edited and produced by Arla White Audio Productions. Hey all, David here. I'm one of the co-hosts of That Florida Podcast with an exciting update for you. I created Disney for Brits to help any Florida or Disney-loving fan make the most out of everything Disney. I started with the Disney for Brits YouTube channel and filled it with hints and tips to make your holiday magical. Then I became a Disney and Universal qualified travel agent to help you find the best holiday at the right price. And as I'm a learning machine, I've also trained with the world's greatest cruise lines, hotel chains and much more from Virgin to MSC, Cunard to Hilton. So don't spend hours looking, comparing and searching for the very best holiday. Let me do all the hard work for you. Find me on Facebook and Insta at d for b travel That's the letter D, the number 4, the letter B, travel. All you non-Disney fans, and I know you exist, haven't been left out. Check out Ollie Travels, where my fox red cockapoo curates all the best non-Disney holidays out there. From cruises to all-inclusive, family value holidays to the most luxury holidays you can find. He finds them all. Check him out on Instagram and Facebook at Ollie Travels. Find out more about everything I do to help you at www.disneyforbrits.com. That's Disney, D-I-S-N-E-Y, the number four, Brits.com. If you're a fan of Disney pins and magical merchandise, check out Pin Imagineers. It's a haven for pin collectors and enthusiasts with bucket loads of information, regular sales, ops and giveaways. And you're joining one of the quickest growing pin communities in the UK. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at pin-imagineers. Look forward to seeing you again on another podcast and can't wait to help you on any of my channals. As our pal Mickey says... I'll see you real soon.